Yo, it's a stupidly small podcast this Thursday, 19th of March 2015. Hello, I'm Stuart and this is Lauren. Hello. How are you, Lauren? I am also Lauren. You know what's good about Thursday? Mm. <clears throat> Any old Nordic calendars. Any old... Because the Nords had calendars. The Nords, did they? <laughs> and uh, Thursday was traditionally the day the boats returned. Okay, right. So what would happen... The, we don't have that in this country. No. Yeah. We, we turn boats all mm. the time. Mm. But the... The boats would return from their fishing. Yeah. And that part of, uh, you know, the Scandos, they were big on calamari. So Thursday was traditionally calamari day. They'd fry it up in big cauldrons of right. uh, yak fat. Right. And they'd season it beautifully and just serve it in uh, an old sort of walrus tooth. Right. Which has had a cone <laughs> shape. Hollowed out. <laughs> cone shape. And they'd celebrate Thursday. They'd, I think they called it calamaris. Anyway... Coincidence would have it. Our sponsors oh. are, in fact, a calamari company. Oh. The Flying Calamari Brothers, at the very top of the show, we give them a shout out because they are the stupidly small podcast sponsor. Excellent. Flyingcalamaribrothers.com.au will let you know where they're going to be Excellent. a bit later on in the program. Anyway, after all that, a bit of history. Yeah, it was great, Stu. It's good to be here. How are you going? Oh. I haven't even asked you. Excellent. Yes, mm. you did. I ignored it. Oh. How are you? You're doing a John Fane. He loves people asking how he is so he can completely ignore it. Yes. He's a Melbourne radio presenter for those that mightn't be listening in the local area. Uh, I'm excellent, Stu. How are mm. you, my friend? Good-o. Uh, I've had two days off work. You have. And it You've got a spring in your step. Well, it does, there's something to be said for not working seven days a week. Do you think? I reckon <laughs> the people that came up with the day off concept... Really, we're onto something more than just wanting to laser around it. It does recharge cra- the batteries. Crazy unionists, yeah. yeah. And I, so I went to, um, had a long lunch actually. Went to a local restaurant, did the three hours of power. Holy we, um, Luckily enough, I've That's got a friend who... Your idea of heaven, isn't it? It is. I mean, I do enjoy just sitting down and having some... And it was really beautiful food. Italian I food. Can't do it. Why not? The three hour... Oh, well, we just for... stretched out that long because we kept doing stuff. No, but I mean, stuff. you know, all of the courses and all of the. I. We didn't do it like that though. We ordered just there were so many lovely appetizers. It's always so rich. No, well, we're eating. Uh, I feel like well, there are things I should be doing. <laughs> no, well, sometimes you just got to say no. And we you know, rich, yes, we had some brains with the oh. the lamb's brains, which oh. uh, were you know always of an interesting texture, but wrapped oh. in a prosciutto or something, which made it quite nice in this stage. But then you go to um, oh, yeah, sardines. I haven't had my breakfast and I'm tiny bit vegetarian. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you wouldn't like this. Although we had a lovely piece of rump steak that we shared everything. But the pastas, yeah, you know, you know, sometimes you you've got an image of something in your head and you want it to be that. Yeah, it was that homemade, beautiful pasta. Lovely. Uh, I think there was an oxtail ragu in one of them, and then a pork and veal ragu in the other. And just different types of passes, and they were just spot on. And it do was just you made like, such as a somebody experience. who likes crazy food like that, do you like crazy food like pasta? No, crazy food like you know, it's a ragu and it's homemade, and then you have just a word. someone's brain and stuff. Mm. Do you enjoy the like your bowl of pasta that you get in your Italian kind of bistro? You know, like do you like a flat out? Okay, I'm going to go Melbourne references, but like, do you like a Tiamos or a Pellegrini? I used to like a spag bowl. Tiamos, Pellegrinis, and Tiamos. Yes, of course, they're nice. They're lovely. They're refreshing, right. not refreshing, comforting. Waiters Club. 
Yeah, all that stuff. That's right. fine. That's fine. But this was just the next level a bit. But, you know, the one thing sitting there doing lunch so on you, a weekday. Yeah, yeah. You notice uh, we would have brought down the average age of the room by 50%. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm sure. Uh, and it, it's almost a bit of a snapshot, isn't it, into what you, – you could be looking at yourself 40 years from now. Right. And, and I sort of said to uh, my dining companion that when I hit around 55 – yeah. I want to start a lunching tradition, like a once a month lunch with a certain group of people. Great idea. So when you have it, when you're 75, you can be sitting there going, "We've been doing this for 20 years." You know what? You it gets sad though, oh. to when it's just like two of you and stuff. Well, and you can't make it there, and your family has to. Well, that happens. That's getting old. <laughs> so you do it now. It's a bit of a snapshot, but it's weird though. No, is it great? Can you, I come? You, Am I invited? No, you said you don't like lunching. Yeah. What's why we well, have, I, well, I want oh, the invite. He's invited Clark again. Great. <laughs> All she's going to do is whinge about how she could be doing a million other things. Every month we hear about how busy she is. She won't bloody <laughs> shut up. You won't be old enough. <laughs> <laughs> you're t- you're trying every loophole It was a snapshot, here. right? And it, yeah. it's sort of a place where you want to be, but you don't want to be there, do you? Because it, it is the end to some no, degree. The, no, I think it's not. You know, you've got like 10, 15, 20 years of... That if you did you say start at fifty five, but these guys would have been in their seventies. Every table of yeah. old men, they drink. They're all the same. You know how to they fix wear that. check shirts. So I'm already I'm right there. Yeah, they wear yeah. high pants, which I don't wear. Oh yeah, but she give you a couple of years. Oh yeah, <laughs> and they all drink big heavy reds. That's, that's my boy. <laughs> they love their penfolds and stuff. No, no, I don't drink heavy reds. We were drinking Pinot yesterday. No, nah, but you'll you'll be you know, if it's got a big, you know, one of those one of those things about. Um, I, I guess it, the 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 way to solve. Mm. Oh, it's sad because it's only going to last a certain amount of time. No, I'm saying, is, I'm saying I don't want to be there yet. But it sort right, of looks I was, nice. I was saying make it fortnightly. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll go broke. But <laughs> yeah, also, you know, one thing I noticed about these old guys. The other thing about them, they're so expensive. Yeah, they're not that expensive actually. We we, we went over the top, but um, no mobiles. Oh yeah. Nobody yeah. nobody got up to go outside for a cigarette and there was no mobile phones. Right. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean I'm sure they've got I them. mean, you'll have one in your seventies when you're at the table. We're of the generation that's used to them though. That's what I mean. Like that's not you in the future. No, so my, but my dad, who's he must be seventy, he's always on his phone. Right. But he doesn't know how to use it. Right. But he, he's always playing with it. You know, does it he does that a really annoying thing where he runs through every ringtone. I think I've spoken about this before. Oh, yeah. He goes through every ringtone on his phone thinking it's amazing, like it's a jukebox. And we just can't, can you put that thing up? Then he'll show you a photo. He goes, look, it takes photos. And you, I just don't want to be that, pho- that right. phone guy. Yeah, no, you don't I'd rather you just didn't guy. have a phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But I don't know. It's just interesting when you can sit there and see the future. It is one of the times where... Do you reckon when you're sitting around having those lunches, mm. that you have better conversation because you're kind of... Forced to. Yeah. And, you're, and you are in the same place at the same time. And even, if, even though you've probably got a phone, you're probably concentrating on... Like it's you and, as you say, your dining companion mm. and three hours. Like you've got to get some convo through the... Yeah, I suppose you don't think about it. Shoot, you talk yeah. about what's coming up, what's been. What, um, you talk about the other people in the restaurant. Like what? what no, that, do but, you... that, but that's what I mean. I think that's one of those. 
it is that would be one of the nice things about having a lunch like that is that you actually get time and you've got a glass of wine and like you're having a beautiful meal and you know no, what are you laughing at? I'm trying to think I'm trying to work out what you're saying. I'm just saying I reckon I think if you're gonna be dining with someone you're okay. gonna like them anyway, aren't you? No, so no, no, it's not like did you like your friend more? <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm right. saying that Okay, those those gentlemen, and I'm going to call them that because it's definitely what gentlemen. they were, yeah. they didn't have mobile phones. They may have had them. They didn't use them. Or that whatever. They were sort of present and they were, you know, eating and drinking and had a lot of time on their hands mm. together. You had a, you did a similar thing. I mm. think you had phones, but. Well, we weren't on our phones. Yeah. It's a particular scenario where you are freaked out by this. You just, just don't know, know what I'm going. talking about. Yeah. Mm. You don't think it's particular. You don't think that if you hung out with your friend doing any other thing, mm. you would have a different quality of conversation. I don't know. You could be fishing. You could be just sitting in a boat. Fishing. Two men in a boat. Yeah. Or you could be uh, riding a bike. You have conversations riding a bike. No, you don't. Not like that. Don't you I think, don't don't you think it's I've concentrated? Got a riding, and a I've got a luncheon companion, but I've also got a riding companion. And we have long chats when we go for rides. How fast are you riding? We just, we ride, wanna, we just ride next to each other and talk. Like slowly? You, oh, 30, 40 k's, it depends. 20, 30 k's. It, it just, you know, you can ride next to someone and talk to them. You don't, like it's not like you go, you go for a bike ride and it's, the, the bell goes off and you, you're going at a million miles an hour. <laughs> it's more about distance, you know. If you go on 60Ks or something, it's not all breakneck speed. Uh, I had a lunch break yesterday at my work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in if you get an hour's lunch break, you try and cram so much stuff in, or at mm. least I do, because I'm like, hey, it's a free hour. It isn't a free hour. It's just an extension to your it's day. It's an extension to my Would day. Would you rather not have a lunch break? Uh, so is a lunch not. break just the mini day off? Yeah, it it you get if you get your lunch break right, you can get a hell of a lot done. Yeah, but then you come back knackered, don't you? Isn't the lunch break yeah, supposed to be like to get out of the office, yesterday, sit down, eat a sandwich? I had errands. I went to the. I went and did a run on a treadmill for fifteen to twenty minutes. Like Sounds it's terrible. Gym. It was the most. It was the most crammed full thing. And then I got back to work, and I just managed to like grab a takeaway sandwich and a drink, and ate it over my desk. Like the worst. The worst. Well, the good part that. about it was mm. that uh, my work buddy came with me for some of it. And so we did the walk and talk, which was lovely mm. uh, and really did render it kind of break worthy. Um, but yeah, that hour, like you start to overthink the hour. It's a trap of the, of mm. the lunch hour. Time, if you think <sighs> about time, time doesn't exist. If you don't think about time, you've got plenty of it. Do you Ooh, understand? I don't understand. You must not Listen. You, fa- you found me saying conversation over lunch is better, <laughs> complex, and then you said time doesn't exist except when you think about it? Except when you don't think about it. Right. No. no. So if you're not planning out your time, yeah. if you're not allocating your time, time will exist. If you're allocating oh, your I time, so your time, time disappears. Out. I see. Time will stretch out. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about that, Mum. I don't think that's right. Because <laughs> sometimes you go... Uh, oh, I'm just gonna go, and I'm on my lunch hour, and blah blah. blah. Oh my god, it's five two. Mm. I don't know. Who mm. knows? I'm I'm still uh, reeling from the effects of seeing my future. So, <coughs> oh, speaking of it's the a nice of future. Time, 
It is, well, you know, it assumes that everything's boy. gone to plan, doesn't it? It, it assumes does. that I'm yeah, financially yeah, yeah. set up somehow. Yeah. <laughs> I do not know how I'm going to be like that guy that was sitting there last yesterday with the moustache and the blue V-neck jumper. No. I do not have, that guy looks like he is set up. You he's either I mean? a he's doctor got, or a lawyer. He's got a house. No doubt. He's got cash. Yeah. He's drinking. Yeah. He's eating. He's happy. Someone's at home cleaning his house. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how I'm going to be that guy. No. You know, at the moment... I can't even afford the jumper, let alone the house. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's a bit of a worry. Yeah. But to see those guys and to hopefully get to that point one day, you would assume that you've done it all right and you've gotten to a place where you can. So do in a way, that. in a way, it's your dream scenario to not be struggling to be that to be those boys yesterday. It's a fear, though, isn't it? Like retirement now. Oh. Once upon a time, time was like 65 and then you just hang around. Now it's like, man, I've got to find somewhere to live. The government's not going to f- make me better if I'm sick. Yeah. You know, all this stuff, like retirement's becoming a fearful place rather than a peaceful place. I know, isn't it? Um, and this is coming from hopefully 30-odd years away from retirement, I would hope. I mean, have you given yourself an expiry date? No, but you think about retirement like an old man <laughs> thinks about retirement, like all the time. <laughs> so, are you just you, do you? I've never thought about retirement in, uh, in relation to myself until I met you, and well, it I, is a thing that obviously hangs heavy over the well, Stu Farrell horizon. I can't live like this at seventy odd, can I? Like, I, I won't have the strength or the stamina to be able to just c- continue scraping out a living. Yeah, somehow, you know, you need a time where you've put up the handbrake and you go, the truck is parked. Yeah. Let's get on and enjoy some like, and at the moment that doesn't seem like a reality. But you you would hope that you do some things right. You make some do moves. Do you still buy those lottery tickets? I yeah, I have been. Yeah, I'm gonna, I've got to buy one today. Actually, Powerball Thursday, ten million tonight. By the way, oh, that'll do. We that'll used to buy them together, and then Stu got sick of me not. Well, you didn't. Want, you weren't interested. No, I don't buy but them I'm as gonna, regularly. I'm going to be interested oh, when, when you wins. win the money. Well, uh, <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Stuart. What? Uh, we have an, another nomination for another self-nominee. Oh, for, for the, bureau a, chief. a bureau chief. Nice. And um, a juro beef. <laughs> uh, his name is Craig. Hello. Here is his application. Dear Stupidly Big, I am writing to apply for the position of Footscray Bureau Chief. I've only lived in that neighbourhood for six months, but I'm enthusiastic about exploring the area and sharing my findings with my fellow Stupidly Small listeners. For my first report, I'd like to introduce your listeners to the Westgate Punt. Do you know about this? Yeah. Uh, it's a ferry service which takes, you sound excited, which takes cycling commuters from Spotswood just across Douglas Parade from Science Works across the Yarra to Fisherman's Band. It's a ripper. Cost $2 a go. Wouldn't it be great to live out there and get a punt every morning? Wouldn't it be amazing? Yeah, with your pushy. Two bucks a pop. and then But you can buy a $10 card. It gets you a sixth ride for free. Travels every 20 minutes around the morning and afternoon peak. There's a timetable on their website, which is there's a link being provided by Craig. Uh, while it mightn't be the most scenic cruise you'll ever take, it's surprisingly relaxing and way mm-hmm. better than being hassled by tailgating lycra-clad hoons along the Footscray Road and the Docklands bike paths. I highly recommend it for anyone commuting from the inner west to the southeastern suburbs. Now that tip mm. is the kind of thing that uh, really qualifies you to become a bureau chief. It does. Do you have to have a bike? You didn't explain that because I'd yes, do it just for fun. Next Tuesday, I could just get the punt. 
Wouldn't that be? I'd love to get a punt and just punt. as be a, just stand there. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he says it's not a scenic view. I reckon going under any bridge is one of the great I really uh, experiences. like that area, actually. Yeah, it smells a bit. I like standing on that, you know, that grassy hill outside the Footscray Arts Centre, Community Arts Centre. No. You don't know it? No. Oh, You'd right on the Maribyrnong there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice little spot out that's there, beautiful. actually. But he's not talking about that area. But it's further up from there, isn't it? Uh, or am no, I in a total wrong You're in a total wrong area. Total wrong area. <laughs> okay. <laughs> where where is he talking about? Spotswood at Scienceworks. You go, Scienceworks is not far from there. <sighs> All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, look, this is the sort of thing that we've got him for now. Yeah. He so can explain Western all of Suburbs this. correspondent. This is Love very it. good. It is good. This and is thanks excellent. to everyone also that... Uh, Polka dots. We, we've we've had a lot of people getting in touch a regarding uh, Stu's polka dot fetish. No, I think everyone's got. It's not a fetish. <laughs> I said they make you happy. Somebody did point out. Uh, how do you feel about the polka dot bow tie? Given your hatred of bow ties and I your like, love of no, polka dots, I like polka dot tie, but bow ties uh, no, they can't make you happy. They can't make you happy. No. You know what was co- coincidence and really strange? What? My dear housemate uh, got a package in the mail yesterday mm. and it was a polka dot dress. Ah. Uh, yeah. Leona Edmonston. Ah. Uh, nice fit too. Lovely dress. Nice. <laughs> uh, the universe read the stars. It must have. Um, you know what, by the way, this has mm. just recurred to me because... Uh, Stripes aren't any good. You know that, right? What? Stripey pants are probably the worst thing. I mean, polka dot pants are ridiculous, but <laughs> stripey pants, I don't know. They're like the guy with the slacks in the pie on his face. It's really a disturbing look. We had a great photo yesterday of an alert listener uh, who was in polka dots and, and slacks, brown mm. slacks. Hannah, wasn't it? Uh, and she had... I hope um, I'm right. Sorry if I'm wrong. Yeah, I think you you might be right. Thank you. Uh, and but yes, we've we've had a lot of people getting in touch, quite passionate about your polka dot. Well, there you go. Um, hey, this is apropos of nothing. I know okay. you love that expression. Um, and we're running out of time. Okay. But, uh, I just wanted to uh, yesterday in my lunch break, the one this hour lunch break. L- listen, mm. in my lunch break yesterday, I w- I went I ran past a a, a busker. And I thought of you because of your well, so? love of, for the buskers at the lights and stuff. I hate buskers. I know you do. Well, no, uh, no, I take that back. I don't hate buskers. I love some buskers. I hate being thrust in your face. Right. Well, how do you feel about these ones? Okay. Cover myself in gold slash silver oh, in a statue, suit guys. and stand still. And this guy a certain skill, I does it and stands there next to three others in who aren't real in suits. You know that one? No. There are three of them or four of them yeah, or something. I wouldn't, take, only I wouldn't one pay any attention. Because they're there to People scare are children. People fascinated by them. Because they stand there and then a kid will walk up and they'll do the No, but actually this, I don't think this guy does that. I don't know what. Anyway, I did find it rather amusing when I went back past on my mm. way back to the office and um, the three <laughs> the three extra fake oh. blokes were still standing there and uh, he was off. Uh, having a, a sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> they were sitting on the edge of a seat having a sandwich and talking to some people. Yeah. But there were still people watching the three. <laughs> Loved it. Did, people, did you reckon these sandwiches got like gold all over the bread? Yeah, I don't have to. Yeah. I hope it's edible gold. 
Oh, he'd imagine how much gold you'd end up. Remember eating. the he robo did that once a week. <laughs> the robo music alien. Yeah, yeah. He, well, this this is taken to another level. He was doing it, but then he turns up and and performs at my friend's fortieth birthday party. <laughs> Uninvited? <laughs> no, no, they, like, they paid him to come and do his numbers. It, it was bizarre. Robo in the co- backyard. Robo what? And then Robo Music Guy. Robo Music no, I Guy. No. I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm. Some people probably don't, but uh, it's... This is rambling. Rambling. Uh, we need to get out of here. Should we do that? Yeah. Okay. Stupid. Hey, Lauren. Mm. Time where we thank the stupidly small podcast sponsor for this week, the Flying Calamari Brothers. you know what they do? They make uh, calamari yes. in elephant... Husk, no, that was, that was the Nords. Oh, right, right, right. The Flying Calamari Brothers have taken yeah. that old Nordic tradition but yeah. used now a paper cup with a piece of cos leather. Oh, that's much kinder. And present to you a cone full to the brim of beautifully well-cooked seasoned calamari. This week has made me so hungry for calamari. That's the one thing I didn't get to eat yesterday at lunch was calamari. You know why? Because no one does calamari better than those guys and I didn't want to judge the chef at the restaurant. No, you know? of course. But the Flying Calamari Brothers, there's going to be two locations this weekend. Saturday, if you're down the down near Rye and all that sort of area, mm-hmm. the Emu Plains Market mm. down at Belnaring Racecourse, lovely part of the world, nine a.m. to two p.m. this Saturday. No, I'm yep. working. I can't go. What right. about you? What are you doing? Uh, go I'm down in. And get some. Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> no, you can is go. Is Red one Hill anywhere near there? Mm, yes. Is it? It is. Ah, you go to Red Hill. Yeah. Wow. And Sunday, Flemington Market down the Flemington Racecourse. You, in fact, say it's a good market. It's a great market. Right. 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. You can eat calamari in Flemington for five hours. <laughs> that is my challenge to you. Go and mention Stupidly Small Podcast to them. Yeah. And I'll just say thank you, $12. But it doesn't matter. Right. Because it just lets them know that, you know, you're a listener and you love their business. And you love their business because they support us. Great. And we love you because you support us. And then they... Love you because you support them. Stu, you look so confused. <laughs> it's really trying your brain, isn't it? <laughs> it is a You're bit. saying there's a whole lot of mutual affection because mm. of how we're an extended family of supporters of each other, etc. We are that. Mm. Yeah. Flying We thank them for being this week's Stupidly Small Podcast sponsor. Thank now. you to them. Now, if you've been listening all week, yeah. you won't have missed that uh, fact that they're our sponsor. No. But Lauren, I, I brought up a story to you before saying, oh, it's this story. And you've gone, oh, God. It's like I'm the guy that just got the the computer. You know right. I mean? How long has Yahoo been going on? Because <laughs> I mentioned a story to you and you go, that's been going around for days. Isn't it funny how when somebody mentions a story mm. or they like trying to go, ha, ha, have you heard about this or something? And it's And real you've old. heard about it like yeah. five days ago. It does make you just slightly judge schmug them, and Freud. It? Yeah, it's a total case it's of schmug and Freud. It's computer schmug and Freud. It is totally, it's online schmug and Freud. Mm. Yeah, no doubt. So the Vice Magazine article, have you heard? I'm not going to even talk about it because it's old. It's the article Does about how somebody <laughs> took to a toilet. dump on a plane right. and the plane had to be turned around because it was too smelly. <laughs> I mean, and everybody really, had to get flown home. Isn't that like the dream story? <laughs> it's you, pretty much the you dream know, like story. You off, I don't know if you've ever been on a long haul flight, but I, I don't know about you, but you've never wanted to be that person. No, who turns the flight around. Oh, but my you would God. think the exhaust, the extraction systems they have on airplanes. This must like, have been a real steamer. Like how honestly, this is like not. A, it was a, a ceramic melter. I mean, oh. how can you do that? 
Anyway, Lauren will put the link up to the story. We won't go on about it because it's old. It's we'll old sound like and, tryhards. Well, I'm sure everybody's spoken about it for four days now. But uh, it is. It is. It's a. It's one of those. You, you, would you know? Do you reckon you'd know? How, know what? You must know if you if were the you, one. All oh, right. You Do must you put know. your hand up? No way. No. No. I mean, but you must know, and somebody else must have seen. It was that guy. Well, something like that would attach to you, much like in Seinfeld when the stench was attached to the car. That would attach to his jacket or something. I'm I'm putting a male... No, I don't reckon it would. You don't think? And you'd bring it back to your seat? No, I reckon... No. We're spending too much time on this. <laughs> anyway, post the link. Lauren, don't forget. Yes. You can find us on Twitter at StupidlyBig. Facebook, forward slash StupidlyBig. Yeah. And at the Apple iTunes store. Have a look for a stupidly small podcast. Yeah. Leave a rating and a comment if you like. It's great. It is indeed. Wow. Stu. What a show. Do you know what today is? I was just thinking. Start of the week. No. Do well, you know what today is? Yeah, for you it's start of the week. Yeah. <gasps> Maybe that's why. Today it's Monday, new is Monday. A, no, is Tuesday show. We usually do a show like this on a Tuesday where we walk out feeling baffled and confused. Yeah. That's what today is. Wow, because Tuesday is now my Friday. There you go. Or Saturday. So I'm doing, why am I doing the podcast on See, Saturday? this is the kind of conversation you have in a Tuesday show. <laughs> Nobody knows what you're talking about. They neither know nor still care. still digesting brains. Ah. Oh, hey, I'll see you tomorrow. See you, Loz. Bye-bye.